Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. From Raleigh, North Carolina, it's the Lost Podcast with Jay and Jack, a podcast dedicated to the show Lost on ABC. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Lost Podcast with Jay and Jack. My name is Jay. And I'm many of Sawyer's cracky, kooky names. <laughs> All rolled into one. All into one. <laughs> and welcome to the show. How are you doing, Jack? Doing great. I was watching one episode, and I was just laughing at some of the stuff Sawyer was saying. Your mom goes, you missed that most of anything, don't you? I, I do. You, you just forget about his just one-liners. <laughs> yeah, it's I just, mean, it, it, you... <laughs> they crack you up. So uh, Colleen and I watched the four episodes we're talking about today the past uh, couple days. And uh, like throughout all of it, I kept like calling the lines as they were coming out. And Colleen kept going, how many times did you watch these episodes? I was like, well, you know, I kind of had a podcast about it. and we Yeah, I kind of know, know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, but, oh, uh, this is one where Locke makes an ass of himself. Oh, oh okay. come on now. Come <laughs> on. Um, I meant jackass. It's well, like, there, he, he, Colin could even attest to me saying a few times, uh, uh, like, oh, Locke, don't do that. I want to hear it from Jack later on in this podcast. Can you just, <laughs> can we not go down this road? Um, but but, <laughs> it, it, but he never changes. Even ever, if, if you go back right, and watch right, again. Not on it. We've, we've beat this dead horse beyond dead. We beat this deadlock. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but we are here uh, in this uh, summertime. Hope everybody has a great summer. Uh, we're the day after the 4th of July. Hopefully everybody, at least all of the, our American listeners, uh, enjoyed uh, the festivities. In... And, and for the people who hate America, well, happy 4th of July to you too. <laughs> well, we have a lot of listeners <laughs> outside of the United States. We have a lot of oh, I know, Britain I know. and I, Canada I, I... and all over. Um, but today we are going to be talking about, uh, as part of our Lost Retrospective, we're going to be uh, almost closing out Season 2 here uh, with the episodes Lockdown, Dave, SOS, and 2 for the Road, um, which will be a lot of fun to dig into today. Are you excited about that, Jack? I, You know, it's funny. is I kind of go, oh, we're going to do the rewatch one. But then when I start watching them, I... I, I I get a kick out of it. Actually, I I really enjoy uh, the retrospective shows because uh, unlike a rewatch, we have to just go back and kind of retread the old thoughts. It's like we're looking and at the pace that we've done it at, we're looking at sh- episodes from <laughs> ten years ago, right? And and we'll be ten years down the road still on like season well, three or well, four. Well, no, we've done we've done about a season a year roughly. Um, yeah, so so we're, these we're, we're smoking. <laughs> these episodes aired in the O five and O six. Uh, range and we're in 2016 now uh so uh 10 years after the fact and you have all this time to kind of process and think and that's what's really fun about these retrospective episodes where we're going through uh these episodes through these seasons and i'll be glad to kind of close out season two and uh, we'll start season three in the fall of nikki and paulo Woo-hoo. Spoiler, uh, but, but still, it's a lot of fun uh, to dig into that. And we're able to do that because of our listeners 
for over at patreon.com slash Jack. So uh, for anybody out there that listens to our shows that enjoys what we do, uh, you can become a patron today. Contribute $1 or more a month um, over at patreon.com slash Jack. If you go to janejack.com, uh, click on the become a patron link. and It'll take you to the page. Uh, we have over 130 patrons bringing in over $800 a month. I think we're getting close to that $1,000 a month goal, um, which is important because that's once Jack won't have to... No, you'll still have to work hard. Uh, sorry. Yes. I don't hard. know if there's really a cutoff there for that, but uh, it is still uh, <laughs> what makes our shows possible, so thank you very much. Um, and for those that maybe only listen to the last podcast, we have tons of other podcasts out there. Uh, we just wrapped up our Game of Thrones podcast, which is a lot of fun. If you like Game of Thrones, definitely check out our podcast uh, that we do with Nick Dunn. Uh, we also have the Married Man Show going through the summer. Uh, with our rotating guest hosts. Uh, we also have Hell on Wheels for its last half of a season uh, this summer. Uh, also this summer we have The Broadcast, which is like a, a life from a female's perspective. It's uh, with three women. and, and that, it, it's, that, that name was not come up by any one of us. No, it was, it was chosen by the ladies. Uh, okay. But uh, it is uh, a great show, and I think it's, it's balancing uh, the uh, hopefully the sexist scales that we've been accused of with our podcast. Uh, which I, show the which I don't, I don't get it. Uh, man world, but I don't get it. <laughs> uh, and I, is that all the shows we're doing this? Oh, and Ramblecast. The Ramblecast, Ramblecast. Show. The Ramblecast is um, back. Yeah. So these are all the shows we're doing this summer. So if you ever like, man, they never have good news stuff during the summer, uh, Jane Jack Productions is bringing it to you. You can. Have, uh, sp- have you decided on Westworld yet? I'm I'm leaning pretty heavy onto Westworld. Uh, the trailer looks awesome, uh, and maybe we'll have more to announce in have the you, fall. Have you seen the movie? I have, but like decades ago. Um, okay, because you probably watched it when I was watching it, right? Yeah, I think I watched it with you when you watched it on HBO literally like 21 years ago. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> um, but... Uh, that is what we're doing this summer, so definitely check that out. And we're continuing to do our Lost uh, podcast with these retrospective episodes, looking back on older episodes, and then special one-off episodes. The previous one we did with Jacob about the Lost iconography was a lot of fun. Got a lot of good feedback about that. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. Um, but Lost podcast is still chugging along all over 10 years later, which is which is a lot of fun. We- and Jorge, Jorge was recently on. He was, he was. Um, so you know, we're 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 still rocking and rolling here in the Lost Podcast world, and much more. But you can subscribe to all of our podcasts. It's called Jane Jack. The whole enchilada has everything, um, all in one. Uh, but say there's only a couple you like, like you don't like, um, and you don't like any podcast with Jay in it. Exactly. You can also choose. You can go a la carte. Uh, each podcast has, has its own feed as well. Um, all right, I think that's enough of the spiel. What, what, what about our partner, Luke Crate? Well, I was going to get to that. but Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Jay Leno, for jumping on me there. Uh, no, uh, we do have a partnership with Loot Crate, and uh, it is awesome. It's lootcrate.com slash Jane Jack. You can get $45 worth of geeky goodness for less than $20. Each month has a special theme. Jack, what is this month's special theme if they sign up for well, uh, Loot there, Crate there's actually two special oh. themes this month. Oh, is you there? Get- okay. You get Sawyer's mangoes. Ooh. And you get a bulletproof blanket. <laughs> Which can come in handy. Yes. Especially for Libby. <laughs> Rest in peace. Whenever you're going on a picnic, you need a bulletproof blanket. <laughs> you know, I, it, it's funny. As I think at the time this came out, we made that joke. I think so. Well, yeah, you, not unlike you to retread on some jokes. Well, to be fair, we're, we're talking about old episodes. So we might as well just bring up the old jokes. <laughs> Um, and actually, is uh, Sawyer's mangoes is that a new like term for you know uh, making whoopee? Well, it's because the... Analysia said about her about touching his mangoes or something like that. So oh, yeah, she, she was stealing his mangoes, stealing his mangoes, stealing Sawyer's she... mangoes is a new way you know euphemism was... for. Well, we had because we also had you know Jack and Kate in and Cotton and Net, which was, yeah. uh, was actually was... that was a long yeah Jack and Kate Cotton Net was uh, was one at the, during yeah. Uh, so the, the mango, watching the mango one, I said, well, then we can use that too. So if anyone's cleaning the gutters later on, they can use either one. 
And I know we've had a lot of spiel so far, but one last thing. Jack and I are going to be at Comic-Con in a couple weeks. We will be doing a Lost fan panel. So if you are at San Diego Comic-Con, we will be doing a Lost panel. We'll probably have the only Lost panel. Um, It'll probably (laughs) be a little bit of a hike. Uh, I think it'll be at the library again this year, probably on Saturday. It's a beautiful library. It's a beautiful library. A lot of space, though. Uh, and feel free to come. Our panels are always a lot of fun. Uh, talk about a lot of Lost and uh, theories. And it, you'd be surprised how much uh, fun the discussions continue on after all this time. If you're still, still, still listening to this podcast, you obviously still like to talk about Lost. And if you're going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, definitely check out that panel. It'll be on all the guides. Once it's officially published, we'll post it on our Twitter and Instagram. We don't really have an Instagram, do we? But post it all around the places. And... Uh, so you'll be able to see exactly when it is, but it's going to be on Saturday at the San Diego library, uh, our lost panel, um, where it'll be a fan discussion panel should be a lot of fun. And I heard there, when we're having our panel, nothing else is going in hall H or uh, <laughs> ballroom 20 there. It's, I think it's closed. Well, what's kind of nice about our panel is, is usually there's some big ones that too long to get into. Uh, we've never not had at least enough room for most people to get in. So, uh, definitely come hang out with us and talk some loss all right uh jack i think now i think now we're ready we're ready to talk I, about I think, I think i'm ready all right let me get the last recap music going here we go last recap last recap last recap last All right, it's Lost Recap time. We're going to dig into these four episodes. Lockdown, Dave. Are you going di- to dig like Saeed was digging in the beach? <laughs> Did we find out what he was digging the hole for? I, I, maybe he knew Libyan. <laughs> maybe he had the script <laughs> ahead of time and knew Libyan analysts were going to die, and he was already building a, you know, graves for him. But yeah, what was he digging? I don't know. Because he was, he was sweating like crazy. It almost like a, a Gilligan's Island type uh, shovel. but it just was weird i go what's he digging a hole for (laughs) maybe he got the message late that that bernard wasn't going to do the sos sign or something like that i i guess i have no idea (laughs) um we need we need an excuse for hurley to come up and talk to saeed and hey dig a hole (laughs) (laughs) maybe a porter potty i i i mean i don't know Oh, man. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it would help to me watch these episodes, I guess, for the people at home, but you don't necessarily have to. We're just going to talk about them, kind of uh, do a quick recap on them and, and dig into Well, I posted uh, on happened. Twitter what we were watching, so if you follow us on Twitter, you you know. I think Colleen was kind of live tweeting as well. She got a little lazy with it, though, so I can't blame her too much. I, I, I did respond to one of her tweets. So, <laughs> uh, so Lockdown was a Lost-centric episode written by Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof. Uh, aired a couple days after my birthday in 2006, so I was really uh, just turned 21. Legal to drink. Wow! Uh, so you, you thought this was about you? Um, Your favorite character. This on is the actually show. this was a this was another really good lock episode. I mean, lock episodes rarely disappoint. Um, they don't. I mean, they're all not. they're always good. They're painful sometimes to watch. Uh, and there's a lot of like watching it again ten years later. There's a lot of uh, like Easter egg reacquaintance or like uh re-reveals um where it's like hey look at that's the oceanic plane or look at that you can also you can also see the chemistry early on with emerson and uh terry o'quinn oh yeah i mean you could just see how they just are just perfect for each other yes uh they they it's it is the birth uh of that you know just acting relationship that was just so uh awesome um but um, yeah, it was. It's it's really good. Um, so the, the quick synopsis: the hatch suddenly traps Locke, who is forced to ask Henry to enter the numbers into the computer. Anna Lucia, Said, and Charlie return and reveal that Henry Gale is lying and that he is one of the others. In flashback, oh no, Henry! Oh no, Henry! <laughs> uh, Locke's marriage proposal to Helen is rejected because of his inability to let go of the pain his father has caused him. Um, so yeah, this this there's so much in this episode uh, that kind of brought back to memories for me um you know one is to your point the henry gale aka benjamin linus um and uh lock uh relationship um this is the very early parts of it um and it's almost this is the part where henry or ben uh truly seduces lock and which will eventually lead to lock's death when uh henry or benry kills him i forgot we used to call him benry 
Yeah, Benry. But uh, well, is, is this the episode where they decided, okay, we have to keep Michael Everson more than six episodes? It may have been. Because have it was, it was confirmed. It was such a, I, you know, the other episodes with him were good, but this was probably the best one with his with him. Uh, in there. No, I mean, there's... the one before was the, uh, you know, if I was one of them, I would have said, you know, that that I, I think is this, when. But this one was good through throughout. No, I agree, but I'm just saying, like the what I guess in, to me endeared him to everybody was that scene that closed out the episode. It was so good in the yeah. previous episode. All right, I'll give you that. I mean, that was pretty awesome. I mean, we, we talked about it before, um, but it was so good. So good. And I remember when that we got the, the, the when it flashed up, oh, my God, people picked that apart for how long? Yes, but well, first, the, let's, let's let's focus on the, the, the Benjamin, Linus, and Locke thing. Any, any of your thoughts about that relationship and what happened in this episode? Well, again, you can see that Locke, Ben is getting in his head. He's he's you know he's really pushing Ben to the uh, I mean Locke to the you know he he knows how to play Locke. Why do you let him talk to you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you let? It, is he the leader? Is he the? <laughs> no, no, we're together. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, you can see that Ben is really starting to get his paws on Locke and starting to you know get him to where he knows. It basically, like you you know, hate to keep picking on Locke, but he's a guy that you can you can twist and turn and. Eventually, get what you want. Well, out. He, he has he has daddy issues and he has he ha- abandonment issues. He does, and you know it, that can be easy to be taken advantage of if somebody's still. And I, the flashback, I think, did a great job to show how he could be so easily taken advantage of because he's just somebody that like perpetually seeks um, his his father's love, right? Um, and just wants to be loved, wants somebody to stick around. Um, and unfortunately, for Locke, he's, Lockett, but he's, he's picking the wrong guy. The guy's he just is. He's never going to change. Anthony Cooper is never going to change, but Locke wants to believe he will change. Yeah, and it's like the classic case of you know when um, uh, like this uh, a woman or a guy is in a relationship that just isn't going to change. Like I don't know why you're staying with. They're never going to change. Like I could change him. I could change him. Yeah, and you can't. Um, you can't. You can't change people. Yeah, Tiger can't change stripes. So, but you know, so maybe a little bit, but not so much. Um, but uh, but yeah, just to me, like the flashback really accentuated uh, what would eventually happen in the relationship between Ben and Locke uh, to where um, Ben does kill Locke, which is, it's yeah. sad, really. It is, it is sad. Locke's, but... Locke's character is a, a tragic story arc in a lot of ways. I did like uh, Helen going to, I know we're getting off topic here, Helen's line where when he finds out her dad, you know, she reads the obituary, mysteriously reads the obituary with her dad, his dad in it, surprise, shocker, uh, that she said, maybe he left you a kidney. Uh, well, why don't we why don't we wait till we, uh, you're you're kind of jumping the gun here? I know. Any, but any I, other I, things I, you want to talk about in terms of the the Ben and Locke relationship? Well, just the way he plays. He, you know, I, I didn't press the numbers. Did press the that numbers. was a later episode, but in this episode specifically. In this episode, well, he's you know he's pressed the Henry. You got to do this. You got to go over there. And then Henry falls. Did he actually knock himself out? I think so. Like I think so. I, okay. T- in terms of like, if we're talking about Henry's or, or Benjamin Linus's masterpiece. Uh, in playing John is that he, he, I think he genuinely did show care and affection to Locke. And I think that's what really sold it. Right. Cause you have Jack who I'm, is I'm impatient gonna, and done. I'm going to say he didn't, he, he didn't really care about Locke. He was, it was the, it was the end game. Oh, I, I again, I don't think he that, cared. I'm that, saying he sold it. Oh, he, he did sold sell it. it. I mean, he, he was, he was hook, line and sinker. I mean, you know, he, he rescues, you know, he keeps the doors from crushing John completely. And, yep. and, you know, he helped him, and he built. The, the, he and now he builds trust. You know, Ben has Locke trusts him now, which is always the biggest mistake for Locke is trusting anybody. So, I mean, you have to trust people in life, but eventually you have to learn. Okay, if you, it, come on, dude, <laughs> you can't trust everybody. Yeah, yeah, but it's just it's 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 that classic case of just show somebody some love. And they never they haven't gotten that love before. You know, they're gonna you can. But again, it goes to the acting. Is I could watch those two oh, on yeah. screen screen together you know all the time I mean, it just it they're just well, they're gotta, two perfect actors and two perfect characters with great writing it just it's fantastic to watch absolutely absolutely um let's jump to the flashback in this episode uh we can kind of continue uh Locke's trials and tribulations uh with his father um and we also have the continuation of his relationship with helen uh which we saw in the beginning of season two uh, with the orientation uh, episode, um, but what was what was your thoughts on here? Let's first focus on 
the relationship with his father. Obviously, he and he still wants to believe. I mean, he goes, "Oh, I got two hundred thousand dollars here for you." I'm like, <sighs> "Can I just say, like, when he ran out of things, like, did he go back and get that two hundred thousand dollars?" Because I was like, "I hope he went back and got it." Yeah, but it just go. Come on, lock. And I know I I get it. It's 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 always harder when it's a family member because you 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 might think, "Hey, we're you know we're from the same bloodline." You know, I'm a good guy. Why can't you be a good guy? It's just the whole thing going on but god lock man he just wants to believe so bad and i i get it i get it but it, just, at the same time like you're saying lock don't do that lock even though you know he's gonna do it oh this is uncomfortable to watch sometimes it was almost uncomfortable to watch well yeah because exactly because yeah. you because you feel bad for someone like that you feel bad for the, you know the dude stole his kidney and he still wants to believe him i know well i think you just look at um uh it's i think Everybody knows somebody where a family member takes advantage of another family member, right? Oh, yeah. So I think oh, everybody yeah. can relate to it. Right. And it's easy for us on the TV show, like, why are you falling for this when maybe we've fallen for it before? Who knows? But it's just... You got to think, though, Anthony Cooper, once he got the kidney, would have been that hard to say, yeah, we'll go hunting once in a while. Yeah. But he's but he's a con man. So that's what he likes he is, to do. I he's, he's a con man. He's a bad he, guy. He's a bad, bad guy. Bad man. You're a bad man. Um, but I guess in this case, at least he gave him two hundred thousand dollars. I hope uh, John Locke took it, but I'm worried that uh, it might have just been a really good tip for the maid. Who knows? Um, <laughs> what about? I, I think uh, it was a good tip. Uh, we kind of have the we we have the beginning of Helen and Locke's relationship at the beginning of season two, and towards the end of season two, we have the end of John Locke and Helen's relationship, uh, where I think she was a little too harsh on him personally. Well, I. I know you and, have you have a the- you've had a long-standing theory about theory, this, and, it, and it's I think it's do I do a crackpot theory in this show? Ah, uh, no. So you can talk okay. About so I don't it. have to. Yeah, she first she she op- how many often you open up the paper and oh the obituary. I know you like to read the obituaries, and the first thing she, oh your dad died. Locke. Well, it, at least Locke knew that she liked to read the obituaries, so she played. Okay, you know one person died in this town. She just happened to look at the thing. Come on, she knew she knew she's part of the scam. Again, you're even you're even kind of leaning towards it. Was that enough? If you truly love someone and you know that this guy has been tormented, he had anger management. You were in anger management class because this guy that you fell in love with has been cheated and and just destroyed by yeah. his dad. You can't sit there and stand by his side. I then know. You're, then you're Helen's a horrible person. I don't say Helen's a horrible person, but Helen, I feel like Helen is a horrible person. She um, stood by and 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 loved him. I know. I, I and hugged him and, and said, "Okay, I love you even without your hair." <laughs> I you don't leave someone because they're having issues with their dad. If yeah, it's truly, not like it's not like he lied to you something them. on a just completely random note. He, he, I mean, he obviously has some issues and he's trying to get over his his father. So it's going to take and, some time. And, and you leaving him doesn't help. No, you basically he, send him down this path. It's it's. I mean, how is her parents? I mean, did her parents lie to her? Did her her parent. I mean, if your parent tells you something, you're going to want to believe it, even if it's a guy that stole your kidney. So I'm back in lock on this one. She's a terrible person, terrible girlfriend, terrible fiance. I feel like terrible is a little strong. Terrible. I stand by what I say. <laughs> uh, and then we also kind of have. She, she should have been on the island and getting the blankets for the uh, picnic. Uh, we have something that became uh, one of those. Easter eggs, or I don't even know if you can call it an Easter egg, but just this this thing. I'm surprised actually. We didn't, I don't think we brought this up in the Lost Icon- Iconography episode, but the Blast Door map. Um, oh yeah, like just something that was dissected to the a billionth degree. Like we this like I think kind of the rest of the summer for that that year that season of Lost, um, we we dissected uh, that map. Um, How many so, emails and phone? So much, so much from it. Um, and, you know, most of the stuff was kind of played out. And we learned more about it uh, in the season finale. Uh, I think it was uh, Edmund, Kevin, Kelvin Edmund was the one who was actually drawing the map. Um, right. Because based upon his exploration of the island. Um, and we, we got to see a lot of those uh, um, uh, stations over time. I think we're going to actually t- see one when we go to question mark. Um, right. Which I think, is that the Pearl Station, I believe? I might be wrong. I- I believe um, it is the Pearl Station, but uh, but yeah, uh, this one it's of the those... one that it's the one that Boone's laying on top of. <laughs> uh, so see, he was there. He it was one way to get into the hatch, right? He was there. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, 
thoughts kind of looking back on the Blastor map long term it wasn't that big of a deal but no I just I remember at the time it was such a big deal and I remember, like, I mean, uh, there was, like, an interactive map somebody made, I remember, that you could, like, yeah, and zoom it in all on kind, it. And... It was all kinds of things, and different websites had... I mean, every website that Lost had it. People were talking about it. Um, it was pretty... It was a big deal. Well, it was the early I, days of HGTV, HDTV. Yeah. And so people... We would just take these blown-up shots of these things, and, oh, man, it was, it was, it was fun. In retrospect... Wasn't that big of a deal to the overall show, but it was a lot of fun. And even the, you have later on where he did he press the button, did he not press the button? Did oh, yeah. Happen? And just this whole episode was full of, of uh, at the time, you know, just a lot of, a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we have uh, the the food drop, the Dharma yeah. food drop, um, <laughs> which. It was kind of answering the question, well, how is there a new washer and dryer in there? This is all old stuff. Um, yeah. And explains why the blast doors came down because it was kind of keeping people in while they do the drop. But, right. uh, you know, the, this food drop happens. Um, Which is funny because at earlier, Hurley, <coughs> was it Dave he throws all the food away or is it this episode? Uh, it's Dave when he throws it away. Dave, okay. Was well, the food drop in Dave or is it no, in... It drops in this one when it's uh, oh, but Hurley doesn't, Jack. Oh, but Hurley doesn't see it, yeah. Um, after Jack wins all the papayas. <laughs> that was a great scene, too, the the poker scene. Yes, and I think Kate uh, summed up all of that quite well with uh, yeah. saying, do I need to bring out a ruler? Um, yeah. That's what it amounts Kate, to. Kate's always got to be the sexist. <laughs> she, um, might as well be, she might as well be on the Married Man show. Uh, but in the closing out, uh, we have another great Saeed dialogue because this whole time he still doesn't believe they find uh, the the balloon with the smiley face. And uh, did you find it? Did you find it? Did the map get there? And uh, you know he the basically... oh yes we found fa- we found it Henry <laughs> we found it we also uh, I, didn't, I didn't believe you I dug up that grave and there wasn't a woman there was a Henry, man. and there was a dead body in it it was a man a man named Henry Gale. What? <laughs> uh, and just the look that Michael Emerson gives here is just classic Ben yeah. Linus, um, and closes out the episode. This, this is a fantastic episode. Yeah, this one had. Oh my God! Can't wait for next week. But I don't even know if it was on next week. Well, but... let's take a look at the uh, airing order here. So that aired uh, March 29th. So it did come back a week later with. All Dave. right, cool. So we had we were ready to podcast. Uh, and then there was uh, SOS, and then there was a break with Two for the Road. Then it closes out in May. So Two for the Road, question mark, three minutes. And well, it was Lockdown, then Dave, right? Then SOS. Correct. That's what I'm saying. So this this okay. run of episodes uh, was mid-March through April 12th. And then there was a couple-week break, and then Two for the Road, question mark, three minutes. Two later. for the Road. Um, all right, well, let's jump into the next one. Uh, okay, let's just rank them here. I think Lockdown's the best out of this four, personally. Uh, yeah, without question. Uh, let's go to Dave, the uh, Hurley-centric episode, uh, and uh, the uh, writers that usually write the Hurley-centric episodes, Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, uh, who created Jack's favorite show, Once Upon a Time. Um <laughs> Hey, I stuck with it longer than you did. <laughs> uh, directed by Jack Bender, longtime Lost director and recently a Game of Thrones director. Our good uh, friend. Good friend, Jack Bender. Uh, but uh, this one, uh, classic Hurley episode, and I think actually kind of let um, Hurley uh, and uh, Jorge Garcia really explore some more dramatic elements uh, with his yeah. character uh, than the, that we've seen before. I think this one was definitely. I think we probably said at the time it was definitely for the for the fans. Um, it was for the theories out there for everything. You know, it was just it was like they were listening, watching the message boards, listening to the podcast, and say, "Okay, we got this. We're going to have a Hurley episode where it's all about what people are saying and thinking." Well, you have Evan uh, Handler as Dave, who's I guess probably most well known for Sex in the City, right? Um, I don't. I've never seen it, but I, I believe he was on it. Uh, you never seen Sex in the City? Even I've see, seen. Uh, I've seen. I've seen. A, I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple episodes. Um, you're a total Miranda. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, Dave is the kind of imaginary uh, friend character uh, that Hurley kind of started to see uh, when uh, a, a, I guess a deck that he was on collapsed and killed two people. So we right. find out why he was in um, the mental institution. Right. And to Jack's. Um, 
points earlier, Dave had a lot of call-outs uh, for one of the fan theories going, well, was it all in Hurley's head? Right. Um, so there was a bit of fan service uh, in the one scene where Dave's like, uh, so you, oh, so you just happened to leave, and you won uh, the lottery, and you crashed oh, on an island, and there's a hot girl island. that likes you. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a great, some great lines by Dave. It was fantastic. Uh, but, uh, in terms of the flashbacks, I thought the, the flashbacks were really strong. Um, and Bruce Davidson, uh, who's been in a lot of things, I think maybe most well-known from X-Men. Um, but, uh, it's funny. I never know his name. I go, Hey, it's that guy. <laughs> but I thought there was a good, um, good twist with Dave pulling the, uh, sixth sense, uh, with the Dave storyline. Yeah, I do like what the part that bugged me is they had Hurley was stashing all that food, right? Uh huh. And then he just throws it all over the ground. Mm-hmm. And even your mom's watching. Goes, people are starving on that island. But are Why they is he starving though? The They're doing okay. But you still don't throw away food. <laughs> well, that's that's more on the Libby Hurley. So let's focus on the Hurley Dave here. Then we'll, okay. we'll jump in into that. Um, but uh, wh- what did you think about uh, this kind of twist that Dave was this imaginary character and it's really kind of Hurley's uh, id to his ego or super ego? Well, uh, at the time, at the time you, I, I don't think I got it because at the island we saw Christian Shepherd. We saw things that weren't yeah. on – why were we seeing things on the island? So, yeah, Hurley could have been I, – I didn't know this guy. It wasn't until he takes the picture you know, of him and then he shows Hurley that he's just got his arm around nobody. Yeah, that, that Dave's in his mind. Um, and kind of the main driving force of this episode and kind of what causes all of this is the food drop, um, which kind of let's go into uh, Hurley and Libby's relationship in this episode, um, which is kind of a sad. It's kind of sad to see it here because we know that Libby's going to die uh, in, you know, only a few episodes. Um, but it's it's I think the relationship's really sweet. It is nice. It's a it's a nice episode. It, she does care about him. Um, I like the twist at the end. Yeah, that that's what this show did so well. Because even if the episode wasn't a strong one for theories, it had that twist. What? What? <laughs> I think that's one of the great unanswered questions too, because we never really knew why she was in the mental institution. I thought no, didn't her husband die? And she she was left the boat. I know she was left the boat, but did it really explain why she was in the mental institution? I, I thought her husband died. Okay. I believe that's what it was. Her husband died, and she didn't. She couldn't cope with that. Um, because she killed him. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I think that's. I think that I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. Hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, but no, I thought I thought the the Libby thing is sad because she gets killed off, and you know it's is, is it because it was her and Michelle Rodriguez that got you know uh, drunken driving thing or why they were both killed off? It seemed a little too um, too convenient. Yeah. So. Well, well, we get to that episode. That was a that was a shocking scene too. Even though kind of spoilers were out there for one of them, but uh, no, I just. You don't know, but like I said, it was it was a you know you can see Hurley getting you know he gets a kiss from her, and I always wonder too. Even watching it today, I go, God, I wonder if if Dave was real, was it the smoke monster trying to drag Hurley off the cliff? Uh, I guess it could have been. It could have been the it smoke monster. But if if Dave was never didn't exist, then it couldn't be because he he can only take it on the form of you know a living. That's form true. Of living person. Well, but the smoke monster can scan people's minds. That's true because. You know, why would Dave, you know, the smoke monster would, you know, we thought that maybe Christian Shepard was leading Jack over the cliff, you know, to kill him. He couldn't directly kill him, but mm-hmm. he could lead them but to if, their death. But if Hurley did it of his own volition, then. Yeah, then oops. Yep. I didn't do it. It's part of the game. So I always wondered that. I said, ah, they could have. I wonder if that was the thought back then or the, or if it was just as, just to have some, a fun episode where people could, you know. Ha, we've been talking about that. Ha, we've been talking about this that. This episode also had kind of the fallout of them finding out that, you know, Henry Gale is not Henry Gale. He's Benjamin Linus. Right. Uh, and there's a great scene between uh, Saeed and um, and Ben uh, where he's still lying. And then Saeed calls him on it because he had a little note written on the $20 bill. Yeah. Then then uh, Saeed's going to kill him. And Michelle Rodriguez, who wants to kill him later on, <laughs> saves Ben. But shooting the 
the bullet, but it ricochets off a cement cinder block, right? Yep. Would it just not keep hitting something until it found something it's sticking? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> um, are you saying the plot point was kind of contrived? Well, I'm just saying it's just, it's if you're gonna let if if someone's gonna shoot somebody in a cell where it's you know the bullet can just rick, let them shoot. Well, did the it really per- ricochet though? Because it kind of it kind of went the wall. Did it stick in the wall? I mean, it kind of made, took a chunk out of the wall. All right, I'll, we'll say it did. <laughs> and and was the slipper real? Was it not real? Uh, I don't think it was real. I guess if you didn't see it, because but there was it, always it, this sense it, that it, Libby it, was holding back something. You know, she wasn't telling him everything. Right. So I, her, I never did, fully did, trusted Libby. Did Hurley because he takes he, he puts it behind his side? You know, when she comes walking up, and he even asked, "Did you see me with a slipper?" No, I can't say I did. Yeah. But like you said, she wasn't always honest either. Yeah, there's always just she, kind of this look she, that she, she could have said, I have I a DUI really charge and I, I might not be here long for a yeah. while. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Um, I, I do like Locke's line, though, when they're, he, they're, they're, they're fixing his leg up and stuff like that. And she go, and Jack says, hey, uh, we'll get you that wheelchair. And he's, no, no wheelchair. Kate said it. No, I don't want that wheelchair. And you can just see the pain in it. Like, I'm done with that wheelchair. I'm never going back him. in it again. I don't blame him. Um, all right. Any other thoughts of Dave? Uh, Locke still trusts Ben. <laughs> <laughs> he he helped me. He did this for me. He he did this stuff for me. Why do you do this thing to me? Everything you wanted me to do, then why did you do this to me? I did like the scene with Hurley at the cliff with uh, Libby. I thought that was a good scene. Oh yes, very romantic. All right. Well, well let's... at first, at first it wasn't romantic. He was, you know, she was talking him off the edge of the yeah, cliff. Yeah, but then there was a kiss. Yeah, that was kind of romantic. But at the the first part wasn't romantic. It no, was like, I'm saying the the at the end. Got a sixth. Six. <laughs> Dramatic conclusion. Gosh. All right. All right. Um, all right. S O S. The first and only Rose and Bernard centric episode. This was the episode I was looking forward to the most. So oh, yes. At, at the at the time, I was so oh. Finally, yeah. we're gonna find out that they can't be trusted, and they work for darn this different stuff, and they had to go. Oh no no no. <laughs> We're going to change their story, and we're going to say, oh, they met each other in New York. Yeah, I, I in don't know. <laughs> and I've been driving in the snow my whole life, but yet I can't figure out how to get out of the snow. Yeah, okay, keep telling me more, Riders of Lost. Keep telling me more. I don't want to say that your judgment is flawed, um, but <laughs> uh, if you really thought that was going to happen in this episode, then, you know. I'd no, be- I thought I was, but I was hoping. Because we're finally getting a Rose and Bernard centric episode. Well, there go, was there were some shots of her ring uh, that did kind of look like a Dharma symbol that I know a lot of the listeners kind of uh, called exactly, out for you. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> we're all excited about that. And nope, 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 uh, nope. Man. But, but we're gonna make up a story. Yeah, she's sick, and we're gonna have to go to Australia. To this one didn't really move the plot along. The SOS sign was kind of whatever, kind of just yeah. a waste of time. Um, but I, I. There's something in here I think often gets overlooked, and that is the um, when she meets Isaac, the healer, uh, in Australia. And when he says that, you know, there's certain uh, geographic places that have these magical properties, whether it's you know, the geography or maybe it's magnetic or maybe it's something more. Um, when people ask, you know, what, what's, how does the island have these special powers? I think this is one of those answers to that, where there's just, there's just certain geographic uh, anomalies or magnetic right. polarities that kind of create these things. So I think that's a big piece that often gets overlooked and they didn't really answer questions. I feel like that's a good um, analog to what was special about this time because uh, even when he said, uh, I can't help you, but maybe this isn't the right place. And she did end up in the right place to, to right. cure her cancer. So, um, and Locke, you know, able to walk again. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a magical thing. Well, that was that great scene between her and uh, Rose and Locke. Yeah. When he's, he, he's talking about his leg, Jack said it's going to take four weeks to heal. She goes, well, we know that's not true. Yeah. We both know that's not true. And he kind of looks at her and he goes, and he knows without even saying anything. Then you see the scene where she drops her pills in the airport. He, Locke picks them up and hands them to her. Yeah. So he know, she knows that he's been healed. He, he's no longer in a wheelchair. And she no longer has cancer. She knows. She keeps telling Bernard that. I know. I know. I do like the fact when, when Bernard was making his speech to get everyone together and everyone's together that the log carrying people were the most 
enthusiastic about build, <laughs> building this thing. Because they're thinking, airtime, airtime. Because you watch the product. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. We matter they, too. They couldn't say anything because, you know, they have to get paid. If they say something, they get paid more. They just had to shake their heads like, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a great <laughs> idea. This is a great idea. No, I no, was we hoping want- we'd actually have Froger. And this is what I realized. I don't think we get Froger until season two, right? Or I'm sorry, season three. Yeah, I think or so. Or is it the they, end of season two? They mentioned him, but... They mentioned him a few times, but we find the actor that plays him is from That Thing You Do. I can't remember his name off the yeah. top of my head, but... He was, a, he was a fan. He was the fan. He was also in the first Scott Milk commercial. Aaron Burr! Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr! Because he ate all the peanut butter. Yep. Um... Big Alexander Hamilton fan before it was cool to be an Alexander exactly. Hamilton fan. Um, but uh, I the the Rose and Bernard love story uh, through the flashback in this I thought was really sweet. I got a little misty eyed at different points. Um, so I, I thought that was really really nice. So well, when, when he she says you know he asked her to marry her. You know you got Niagara Falls in the background. You got the guys playing the violins or whatever they're playing. And she goes and I go. I'm just gonna tell him no. And she says, I'm dying. And he said, you still haven't given me your answer. Yeah. Because I have a huge life insurance policy on you. <laughs> no? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, that was a nice scene. I mean, it was a, it was a nice scene, and it, it shows them what the couple they were. And this guy always played a bad guy. I mean, he always plays the jerk. Mm-hmm. ER, he was the jerk doctor. He was the he, – on Growing Pains, he was the principal who was kind of a jerk. He, he always plays a, a, on – Sons, uh, on Justified, he plays a bad guy. So for him to play a nice guy, it threw me off. Even if he why. is a pretty bad leader and manager, with the SOS sign. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, well, to be fair, he couldn't even get Jin to keep. That's Jin. what I'm saying. Like first rule of leadership: if you want to be a good leader, uh, you don't assign all the hard work to somebody else while you do the easy thing. You go do the hard work with the other people, so they follow yeah. you. Well, wow. someone had to. Someone had to make the S O S. He was the dentist. What if it was spelled wrong? What if it was O S S? I mean, people like fly over. The heck does that mean? I don't know. It's because it's one of those. It's like your license plate. Yeah. Because people driving behind you have no clue what your your personal license plate means. That's it fine. Only, it's all, I know, but I'm. That's what I'm saying though. Someone flying over, they're like going, "Is that Jay's license plate?" <laughs> I don't know what that means. So you have to have it spelled correctly. S O S. S O S. But he, he but he realized that he but he cared more for his wife than getting rescued. Absolutely. It was really because sweet. If she if she believed that she was alive if she was alive because of the island, he was never gonna leave that island and he never does. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, spoilers. <laughs> they retire before they can they re- join the Dharma. They retire show. from Dharma before they could join Dharma. <laughs> but um, it's it's not a it's not a it's not an earth shattering episode. I do like in this one where Locke questions Henry if he did press the button. Yes. So that does it does it, it did have some stuff going on that made it you know kept the story moving along and kept you know. And, but I, again, I think the whole thing with Isaac, I think, is a, a big, interesting plot point um, that I think does explain uh, some of the magical properties of the island. So I think that is important. I do like when Rose was tell, kind of argue, she wasn't coming flat out and saying why she wanted Bernard to stop, but she goes. We need to listen to Jack. It's just building a sign. What's the big deal? Why do you? Well, he's a doctor. I am too. You're just a dentist. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of harsh. It was a little ruthless. A little yeah. ruthless. But she didn't want. Couldn't she just said, "Look, I don't want to leave." Of course, it's been a shorter, shorter episode. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, uh, let's close out the last episode uh, that we are retrospecting uh, in this episode. Uh, two for the road. Um, is that for Libby and uh, Anna Lucia? Uh, just for well, yeah, it's two for the road, but uh, it's an Anna Lucia centric episode. Yeah. We never we never got a Libby centric episode, did we? We got kind of half flashbacks. Well, I'm just saying that. it's a title two for the road. Is it two at Libby and yes, Anna I, Lucia? I think killed? so. Okay, I think so. Uh, directed by Paul Edwards, written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Christina M. Kim. It is the second and final Anna Lucia flashback episode. Uh, Aired May third, two thousand and six, uh, and this one uh, has has that shocking ending. Um, I think this one's well known for the shocking ending. Is one, um, two Michael coming back, three uh, the. Um, oh, we forgot to say in the last episode. Michael comes back in SOS. 
Oh, he does. That's right. I apologize. Because because Jack's going out to to meet him. You know, I'm going to change your guy for my guy, and then Michael comes back. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, also we have Christian Shepherd and the Claire theory that kind of got answered, or at least really heightened in this episode. Well, the the original theory was that <coughs> I actually said that Christian Shepherd had an affair with someone and had a uh, child in Australia. Well, if you were, I don't think that was your theory. I think that was my theory because it was supposed to. But it was. Uh, did you, did you bring the audio clip to uh, last night? I just go back and when we first see Penny Widmore's picture, where Jack stops in the hatch and stares at a different Penny Widmore, because it was a different one then. At the picture of uh, Desmond's picture, I said that was the reason he stared at because Jack's seen that girl before. If you go back and check the tapes, my theory was that Christian Shepherd had an affair, and that was his illegitimate daughter. So I was right that he had an illegitimate daughter, but I didn't know it was Claire. Mm-hmm. They probably were listening going, oh, you know, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, you don't remember that theory? No. I mean, I remember, I remember his theories. I didn't think it was your theory. It was my theory. Not that it was Claire, that he had an illegitimate daughter, and it was Penny Widmore. And you said, why do you think that? He goes, because why would Jack stop and stare at the picture? Mm-hmm. Is he stopped like he knew the person? Yeah. Um, and we knew Christian Shepherd was in Australia. Why was he in Australia? Yes, just yes, see yes. his daughter. Um, just can you play along here? Can you just keep up? <laughs> Is it that hard? It's not that hard, you know. Just I think you're just kind of you know <laughs> re re uh, imagining history to serve your purpose. I'm the Al Bundy of <laughs> podcasting world. <laughs> um. So uh, the shocker, uh, we also have more Anna Lucia's backstory and kind of the fallout from what happened. But she, her backstory is really almost a, a bit more of a Christian Shepherd flashback, yeah. right? Wouldn't you say? I think so. They just had to get a reason for Anna Lucia to go to Australia. <laughs> how are we getting – she's on the island. How are we getting her here? How, she has to get here somehow. How does that happen? Uh, okay, we got her. And then we kind of have the early confrontation between her and Henry Gale, a.k.a. Benjamin Linus, that kind of drives her actions throughout the episode. But it just – it seems – I don't know. Like, so a guy beat her up, so she's going to kill somebody? I guess that's her, her character type. She's kind of angry and unwieldy, and this is what she does. Um, but it just it seems very foolhardy uh, in retrospect. Yeah. Well, she's quick to react. She's she gets emotional and she gets you know that's her weakness. Yeah, and, but to your point, in only a couple episodes earlier, you know she made sure because uh, Saeed was going off the rails that she stopped from killing him. Right. And then two episodes later, she wants to kill him. So it just it if there was a character flaw, I guess she has a really tough temper here. But yeah. Um, you know, uh, this set, this episode's also J- J- sad. Jason, Jason would agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, also sad in that Hurley's budding relationship is ended. Oh, yeah. And I guess you could say Sawyer's budding relationship is ended, but I think she really was just using him. That's, uh, no, she, that's, she just wanted the gun. She yeah. got the gun. <laughs> she got what she wanted. Um, trying she to... got the, she grabbed the mangoes and got the gun. <laughs> and, uh, she didn't leave the cannoli either. No, she did not. Uh, <laughs> that that was you that said that, not me. <laughs> um, what? It's a dessert. It's a fantastic Italian I, dessert. I, I get it. Um, get your head out of the gutter. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I guess one of the main things is, you know, at the end, Michael's there, and Anne Lucia can't kill him. Can't so, kill. Can't kill Ben. Can't kill Ben. I can't do it. Um, so Michael's like, "Well, let it. me do it. I'll do it." And you know, Michael uh, kills Anna Lucia. And I guess accidentally kills Libby. Well, he said he was sorry. Um, and opens the door for Ben and shoots himself. I guess. It, well, at the time, we don't know he shoots himself. Well, we know he, he kind of points the gun towards the side and kind of. Well, no, it, it, it fades to black, though. Yeah, we don't, true, know, for, we don't know for sure if he shot sure. himself. Um, and then it's just kind of it's a, a classic, you know, shocking cliffhanger. Um, yeah. You know, who says that Game of Thrones killed all their characters? Uh, you know, Lost kind of did it earlier. Um, but I guess the, the main one of the main thoughts here was, is it because they got the DUIs? 
Um, according to interviews and stuff like that, um, the main thing was uh, they, M- Michelle Rodriguez's character was going to be a one-and-done season character, and they felt she wasn't loved by the fans that much, so uh, they were going to kill Libby to give it more emotional impact because they're like, who's going to really care if Anna Lucia died? Well, Anna Lucia also killed Shannon, and people like who hated Shannon in the beginning liked Shannon at the time she was killed because they felt bad for Saeed, so they never really warmed up to her. Um, but anyway, even though she was going to be in the army with Jack, so, um, but yeah, uh, episode, not a lot happened. I guess we got a lot from, uh, Christian's backstory. Yeah. Um, you had, um, Locke kind of continuing to be seduced by, uh, Ben Regale. You're one of the good ones. Yeah. (laughs) I was coming to get you. That's why I was coming here. Oh, really? Because I'm the good one? Okay, I go, oh, come on, John. Wake up. I guess you can ask me out. <laughs> um, and then you you have uh, the death of Anna Lucia and Libby, which I guess in it, it, in retrospect doesn't add that much. It does add a uh, tragedy to Hurley's character. Um, the next episode is incredibly sad, where I think Libby, she dies in the next one, right? Yeah, she doesn't uh-huh. die in this one, no. Yeah. I mean, she's, uh-huh. she's, she's still clinging to the blanket. <laughs> but uh, uh, she's she's not doing well. No, not at all. And it I was we, it was funny though. Hurley trying to find this 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 the beach yes. that he took he took Shannon to that, that Saeed took Shannon to because you know Saeed's digging that hole. And he wants the radio. Even static would be good. Um, but he can't find. He sees well. There's Jen. <laughs> Jen gives the famous Jen thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because remember, uh, Hurley gave Jin the thumbs yeah. up when he came yeah. out of That's the right. yeah. uh, when he came out tent. Of, yeah, wait, so he returned the favor. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're thinking, blankets? It's a picnic. Oh, I forgot the blankets. Wine? Oh, we're going to have some wine. All right. But uh, poor uh, Hurley. Um, man, it just didn't happen. It did not happen for him. Uh I also like, I was like, why did Michael kill them again? It just doesn't make that much sense. But I guess you could say because Ben was going to kill him anyway. He had to make it look like Ben grabbed the gun and got out. But he was he he. I think he was ordered to kill him. Yeah, I, I, I think he was ordered they, to kill Libby. But no, Libby was an accident. But it was yeah. remember analysts say you know Ben's choking her. He says you need you know you killed two good people. You deserve to die. You know he, he's trying to kill her until yeah. Locke hits him over the head with his uh, crutch. Yeah, and uh, Locke had a pretty good smart act. Smart Alec line to Analysia was pretty funny, I thought. But then that, when Ben said, "Well, thanks, John, uh, for hitting me over the head with your crutch. Glad my head didn't break it." So it was another good scene. But then he, he says, "It was just it was a good episode." Like I said, the main the main thing was that. Well, I th- do like when they're at the beach and they said, and uh, uh, Sawyer realizes that uh, Analysia has taken his gun. He goes, "How do you get his gun? That's not important. She has a gun." Oh, and then and, and Locke goes, oh, we better get back to the hatch. There's something I should have told you, Jack. You know, he first he tried to cover up for Anna Lucia, but yeah. in the Locke way, that doesn't that doesn't help the whole, you know. Well, it helped the plot move along. Otherwise, it did help the plot. But, you know. but if he was honest with uh, Jack, if he was honest but with Jack, Jack treats first, Locke like crap. So why should they? It? They never would have. They never would have left Analysia there. Analysia never would have died. Libby never would have died. If if Jack would have been a better person to Locke, maybe he wouldn't have been so feeling like he had to be secretive. You can't you can't trust Locke because Locke's not a good follower. Um, but either way, I I think this one um was more exciting when you had the shock of them both being killed. In retrospect, that it takes away a bit of the edge from that because we kind of knew it was coming. And it's right. more just like, oh, I'm sad that this this was a great relationship being set up for Hurley and it got killed short. So it's this kind of tragedy to this very fun-loving kind of fan-favorite character. But he always had, if you look back, he always had, I mean, he the bad luck, the tragedy, yeah. he always, it, it followed him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you have, uh, I think, the Christian Shepherd reveal um, that led to Claire being his daughter was a good one and kind of more uh, fleshing out his character more, I thought, was good. Um, and then kind of setting up to where uh, Sawyer meets him in season one. Um, and then you kind of have the the end of this Taylor, uh that really, I think, it just leaves Bernard and Echo left and Echo's going to be gone by next season. Um and we haven't really talked much about Charlie and Echo working on the church, which was kind of this really cool thing that I thought what they were doing. But yeah. that kind of gets um, dropped in the end. Because Bernard wants their wood, and he goes, no, you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And you don't argue with you don't. And, and I, th- I think uh, he goes, I like you better when you were just beating people with your stick. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had the ranked episodes, I think Lockdown was number one out of these four. I would put Two for the Road as two. I would do um, SOS as three and Dave as four. How would you rank these ones, Jack? I'd, I'd swap Dave and SOS. OK, so you put SOS last. SOS. I mean, I know someone on Twitter said it was their least favorite episode of all time, but to me, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. I thought it was really. I thought the Rose Bernard back back uh, story was really good, and I think that the whole Isaac the Healer was a, an important plot point to the entirety of the show. Um, all right, now it is time to go to the top five pivotal moments. Uh, let's see what what do you think would be the number one pivotal moment from these uh, five episodes, Jack? Uh, or let's go to number five. Number five, like not as five. pivotal. Uh, Libby getting shot. Uh, do you want to combo those, Libby and? Uh, yeah, Libby and Anna. Michael's shooting them. Because Michael's why would, shooting them, yeah. Why would Michael, who's on their side, shoot two people on their side? I would agree. That's a because pivotal he, Because he was told he had to go back and shoot Anna Lucia and get Ben out. I think I put that higher than five. I think, uh, let's, I, I think, I think it's like a three or two. All right, let's go two or three on that one. Okay. Um, how about the blast Darwin. door map? The ba- yeah, that's... That would probably be high too. Uh, would you would you say three on that? Two on the, the Dharma drop has to boot drop has to be on there. So why don't we say Michael's betrayal might be number one? I think. Michael's yeah, Michael's betrayal. Think, yeah, Michael's betrayal. Yeah, um, and we could say Blast Store number two. Yeah. Okay. I can go with that. Um, I think Isaac the Healer should be number three. I think it's overlooked. I've said it many times now, but I think that should be number three. I was going to say four, but if you want to go three, that's fine. Um, what would you put in three instead? I was just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, do we want to say the Libby plot twist? Twist at the end? With her, well, in the asylum? Actually, no, I'd, I'd put that five. I'd put uh, the reveal that Henry Gale is not Henry Gale. Yeah, I would put that because at the time we didn't know who he was. We yeah. thought he was Henry Gale. Then we, we, we didn't know he was Ben yet. Yeah. So... We don't find out he's been till much later on, right? So we'll say, actually, no. I'll put Isaac Healer back to four. Ben Gale reveal three, uh, and number five. What do you think for a number five there? Uh, Side digging that hole. <laughs> that has to be up there. <laughs> what the heck was he digging the hole for? <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Um, I think you know the, the log carrying people go. Oh, I could have got some airtime, but no. <laughs> That's what Saeed is going to dig the hole. I I could dig a hole. Uh, he's just digging holes is what he does. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would say maybe number five is the Dharma Initiative drop. That was a good answer kind of thing. It's like, well, how does that happen? How do they get these things? Well, the best uh, thing is because you know, Hurley's throwing all the food all over the place and Dave and Libby's encouraging him. And then they, they see Jen and Son and rest of the log-carrying people run by. And they run and there's more food no no this can't be happening it's a I that tragic was um and then uh closing out here i want some friggin answers uh jack uh, any any big answers that we did not get an answer to you said we got the libby answer i felt like eh, we kind of did but i don't know if we ever fully got it that's just my opinion but i think we got i think it's cause there was a boat the, the boat I know, that the um boat. We, I, I think it's in the desmond that, the that, that, episode that, of the des- season. the desmond uh Uses to race around the world does because that really he's, explain why so his father-in-law he has courage, yeah. but she I think her husband died or something. I that's, know her husband. I, I know that happened, but does that really? Because you see her in the hospitals, it's more nefarious than that. What else would it be? I don't know, but it was always set up to be more nefarious than just Libby oh her working, husband died, so she went through some tough. Libby times. was working for Dharma. <laughs> Jeez, I think that was a theory I had too. <laughs> um, we did get the answer to who uh, Christian Shepherd's daughter was. Uh, theorize, theorize significantly. I mean, it was her mother. We knew that was her mother, right? So, right. So, um, uh, about, we got that answer. We never got a clear answer with Helen. We didn't. I guess if you just look at you know Occam's razor, she just left because she wasn't you know the best person for John. But really, it seemed not genuine. Like if you really no. loved him, why would you just she, bail out like that? She was. It was too convenient. He was. He was. You know, uh, Anthony Cooper was such a good con man. It's just too convenient for her. Just the whole different. Every time she's in an episode, oh, you know, you're dead. You're dead. Come on. If you loved him, you cared about him, you knew his background, you just wouldn't. Do, and she's the one that said, oh, John, your dad died. Mm. Mm. I don't believe it. I'm not buying I, I would. I, I wish they'd just come out and say it. Uh, answer to the Blastor map. 
We, I, we, we basically got because we we, just, we some... saw just about every one of those hatches right. plus underwater right. hatches and etc. So, yeah. um, plus uh, with the later seasons when we actually went back in time, the seventies. I mean, we really got into the history of the Dharma Initiative, and I think a right. lot of that was answered uh, and the whys behind the Swan Station. Um, I feel like we got pretty satisfying answers to the history of the Dharma Initiative and how everything kind of came to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, anything else? Anything else lingering on that? Can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, we I got, ha- we got uh, the answer the to only why thing Hurley was, was in the, the hospital or the, the same. The Hur- the- Hurley having the peanut butter in the hot sun. I just that just would not be. <laughs> it, it'd be like runny, wouldn't it? Just be. I guess I don't know. Like I don't oily. Know. I don't like peanut butter anyway. So you don't like peanut butter? Not not by itself. Like with chocolate, cool. But just by itself, peanut butter is too. It's too rich, and I love peanuts. But just it's too rich. So peanuts and crack on uh, chocolate, uh, peanut butter and crackers. You don't like. No, if it's just peanut butter on crackers, no. Too really? too rich. It's too rich. Wow. Um, okay. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. Uh, on our next retrospective episode, we're going to be digging into the final episodes of season two, uh, which is question mark three minutes and the two parter live together die alone. Um, which I think question markers will get an echo episode. Then we have a Michael episode with three minutes, and then we close out with Desmond's first centric episode. Whoa! Um, find out uh, old Mr. Desmond David Hume. My son. So that'll be on the next retrospective. All right, guys. Well, that's a good place to kind of wrap things up this week. If you'd like to give us a call, you can do so at 206. Sorry, not 206. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> 385-309-0311. Calling time. Once again, it's 385-309-0311. Call your time with your lost questions, comments, and, comments and, and or, or theories. theories. Also, send an email to lostpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Once again, it's lostpodcast at gmail.com. Gmail. We have some more uh, lost uh, episodes to come this summer. Uh, working on some special guests, which should be a lot of fun. So definitely check that out. As well as, like we said earlier, we're doing a lot of other shows this summer. Married Man Show. Hell on Wheels, Broadcast, and the Ramblecast, as well as our Lost Podcast. So uh, don't worry. We have your summer entertainment here for your long, long drive time commutes. All right. Uh, also want to send a special thanks to Tack from Tokyo, Eckhart Richter, and Brad from Chicago for contributing at a significant amount. And all of our patrons, you can see a list thanking every single one of our patrons at our website at jayandjack.com on the thank you list. And if you would like to become a patron, you can do so today. By going to jayandjack.com, click the Become a Patron link and become uh, one of our 130 plus patrons that make our podcast possible. Also, if you want your exclusive uh, Sawyer mangoes and uh, what was the second thing again? The Bulletproof Blanket. The Bulletproof Blanket in this month's Loot Crate. You can do so by going to lootcrate.com slash jayandjack. For less than $20, you get $45 worth of geeky goodness sent to your door every single day. And if you use the promo code jayandjack, you get a special discount on your first month's order. So definitely Woo-hoo! check that out. Lootcrate.com slash jayandjack. All right, guys, that is it for this week's Lost Podcast. We'll see you guys next time on this show or any of our other shows. Until then, hasta luego and goodbye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.